0: everyone welcome to episode 16 of my podcast is breakfast included now today on the podcast i talked to katie scott and bailey cheek of red zeppelin records located in mckinney texas now back in 2020 when the world shut down a lot of small businesses suffered some small business owners lost everything they had but katie scott And Bailey Cheek are no ordinary small business owners. Now, in July of 2020, they opened the doors to Red Zeppelin Records in the middle of a pandemic to an amazing response. And they didn't stop there, they doubled down and started a record label out of the store. Anyway, I'm gonna let them tell you all about it. Let's check it out. I'll start off by you guys introducing yourselves.
1: I'm Katie Scott, (laughs) I am the owner of Red Zeppelin Records. And I am Bailey Cheek. I manage Red Zeppelin Records.
0: Right on. Right on. Thank you guys for doing this. Uh, Man, let's get started. Uh, Just a little bit of backstory. You guys opened in July of last year? We did.
1: We did. We uh, unexpectedly came across this gem of a building in May, and I had to make the decision like within a week of if I wanted it or not. It was real fast. Yeah, it was real fast. I just happened to be outside... My other, I own a, another store around the corner and I happened to be outside and the landlord of this one walked by and we just started having a conversation. And he told me that this building might come up. And if I was interested, I needed to go look at it immediately. So we had to make that decision so quickly and i told bailey i was like what do you think about (laughs) opening a record store
2: a week after we came back from quarantine and she was like hey what do you think about opening a record store (laughs) and i was like actually it's kind of my dream job to run a record store so
1: so count me in we signed the paperwork within two weeks
0: so as the world was shutting down you guys were were, (laughs) opening up
1: that's right yeah Yeah.
0: so how long did it take you to get it up and going and
1: a month a month
2: yeah From the time the previous owners moved out to when we could start.
1: So, yes. So, we got it at the very beginning of July. So, July 1st. And we opened July 26th. Mm -hmm. So, it took us like three weeks to prep it. Yeah. But, I mean, we already had been dealing in the record business. So, we knew a lot of the ins and outs of that. So, it was really just getting um, all the stuff built and like the shelving and everything. Otherwise.
2: Yeah. We had had quite a few stock from when the, it was at the Groovy Coop. Right. Um, and then we just expanded all of the reissues and, you know, well, did and a bunch it, of buys. We wanted
1: the whole vibe of this place to be, like, she says very DIY. So, like, we did everything ourselves. So, yeah. it's painted. We painted it all. She did the graffiti up front with a friend of ours. Um, she and I did the decoupage that's on the <laughs> counter, if you look at it, going out. I mean, we just did it all ourselves. So, Yeah.
2: yeah. Wanted, I mean, we wanted it to feel like an old 90s hole in the wall that you just wander into, don't right. even know it's yeah. there, yeah.
0: High fidelity, kind of, yeah, yeah totally. vibe. a little bit, yeah, a little <laughs> bit. Too bad
1: Jack Black's not here to yell at, <laughs> yell at people, but yeah.
0: Um, so when you said you were already kind of in the record business, did you collect records, or well, so
1: with the other store, we had it was almost like a like a funky department store and we had a record area okay. yes and so what we did was end up moving a majority of, i mean all that over here and then just expanding upon that um so we already had all of our connections and everything so oh,
0: right on it worked out oh what from oh, when you opened how was the response was it good right off the bat or did it take a minute to get it you know <laughs> it did not take a minute
1: it <laughs> did not take a minute so we started at instagram just kind of you know, saying that we'll be opening up soon or well, whatever. Well, we did it the night.
2: We didn't announce the day we were opening. Uh-huh. We did it at 10 o'clock the night before.
1: And we're like, hey, we're opening at 11 tomorrow. We thought we would just do like kind of a soft opening. Just like a little <laughs> announcement. Like maybe some people will wander in. Oh, my gosh. It was It was insane. And then the news crew started coming out and interviewing us. And we were in a bunch of publications. And it was just all of this amazing press um, for one, opening during a pandemic, and two, being females. So yeah. you know, yeah. neither of those. I mean, we could not plan either, <laughs> <So>. right?
0: <laughs> and is it just was it just you two guys opening? Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, my husband helps with everything that we do, but it was just me and her, right? Yeah. And then we we had Declan, our buddy, who's, who's no longer with us. Now he's not dead. He's just <laughs> <laughs> he he makes a, a EDM. Uh, so he's an electronic artist, okay. so he's yeah. busy with that. So,
0: yeah. And uh, was I guess there's a demand in McKinney, Texas for a record store.
2: Yeah. I mean, we have people come in here all the time. Are there people that have moved away and are visiting mm-hmm. saying like, man, I wish I had this as a kid. And, you know, people coming in all the time saying, um, it's so nice that we have this now. Um, I guess we didn't fully know how much it was needed yeah i mean we (laughs) knew it was
1: open we knew that there was a need for it we knew that there wasn't one in the upper north texas area you know the the closest ones are kind of 635 ish um and below and then the one that was in denton um he went strictly online during the pandemic so there really wasn't a brick and mortar for people to come visit so that's what we were you know going off of but Uh, we also in the record community people travel around specifically to go you know they just hop from place to place so they'll go around the metroplex all in one day just hitting up all the record stores so we get a lot of people just like from like fort worth or Mm -hmm. like far like further away yeah
2: yeah people travel up up here yeah we're not really close to anything
1: yeah
0: (laughs) no no mckinney's not known for their record
1: no. no, not
0: at all. But, we, but it's, it's They're like... Known for a lot of things, but it's definitely not records.
1: But we're getting there, yeah. you know? Like, I think that's what, because we were kind of an anomaly. So yeah. I think that's why we got a lot of press was just because it's like, what? <laughs> what? Yeah.
0: So... And so you guys have plans to grow? Or are you cool here in this spot? You want to keep it like this? Or if it, if it starts to get bigger, are you willing to, to grow with it?
1: I mean... <laughs> Bailey knows me like I'm always doing the next thing but with this store I'm okay with this store right now what it is because we started the record label and so that takes up so much of my time between the store this store the other store and the record label like I just I can't go open another store somewhere else if somebody wanted to buy into it yeah I'd be open to that but I I personally am tapped out yeah
0: and that's what I was going to get into next. You guys doubled down yep. in a pandemic and opened and started a record label out of here. Right. And how many artists do you have on it right now?
1: Well, so we have, well, we're about to have four. So we started off with with two and um, we are announcing another one this Friday and another one next week. So, cool. and I think that's good. I'm 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 okay with that for this year. I don't want to take <laughs> on it. <another. laughs> that's one thing about being in business. You kind of have to learn your limits so
0: i know if i you want to say yes to yeah i mean
1: there's so much talent and there's so many people that i'm interested in talking to and and helping out but you know i also want to do it right so
0: and all your artists they're dallas fort worth based or do you have any out of state
1: no not yet right now um most actually all except one are mckinney okay um i know
0: bailey's one of your artists? Yeah. Yes. Correct. And
1: Juno is from here too. He he. We started off with Juno and Bailey. And then we have a new one being announced this Friday, who is from here. And then um, we have a band that we're announcing next week. And they're from Dallas. Oh, so
0: Cool. Yeah. And what are your plans long term for that record label?
1: I mean, we just, I don't have any, you know, visions of grandeur of trying to take over the world. I just want to be a launching place, like a platform for, I mean, I want to be an indie label. So, and I like being a a woman in the industry. I think that's underrepresented. So, you know, I'm here for it.
0: Right on. So,
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: And what do you guys think of the Dallas music scene? (laughs) We
1: were just (laughs) talking about that. (laughs) There is so much talent that is overlooked because maybe they, it's starting to happen more. I'm starting to see it getting noticed a little bit more, but uh, for a while, it was a uh, certain niche markets that were getting most of the notoriety, mm-hmm. mainly Americana, mm-hmm. Texas country. And when then like, about, like
2: rap, who you knew too, and what click you were in.
1: Right. Yeah. Which I assume is like that everywhere,
2: but that's, you know, it was definitely Americana. Yeah. For-
0: well, when I came up in the nineties, uh, I came up in the whole deep Ellum scene with yeah. curtain club, galaxy club trees. And, I was in a band and I don't know if you guys, or if you, since you're, you, you're a local musician, did you ever, do you encounter this, the same bands getting booked at the same venues? Oh, yeah.
2: yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And, and, and I'll, 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 get I'll any- go ahead and say it, like, <laughs> they're not that good. Some of them aren't that good, you know? Yeah. Uh, and so, I don't know if things have changed or that trend is Well,
2: just- the, it was like that, Yes post-pandemic you know it's kind of all up in the air right now I don't know
0: open season
1: yeah kind of I feel like like the pandemic kind of like hit a reset yeah it's kind of what it feels like and everybody was at home pin up and people are going to be coming out wanting to experience things and I don't think they're just gonna want one specific kind of music right so I think it's if anything that's a silver lining of this whole situation yeah
2: yeah before COVID it was very much like all about I mean like I said kind of like everywhere but it's all about who you knew what click you were in you know who could get you where and now now I'm just hoping you know since COVID it feels like it that kind of dissolved a little bit and is giving room for you know other people to kind of come up
0: right on
1: Go for it. Now you just ask anything awkward. Huh? Now you can just, it's free for all. What's
0: your favorite color? Oh oh my gosh,
1: I was about to say, what's your favorite color? Well, Bailey's is black, right? I'm just kidding. Uh, Might as well be. (laughs) I only wear black. That's not true either. I
2: wear a lot of black though. Uh, My favorite color is actually red. And that, I didn't, I used to not have a favorite color. Uh, Whenever someone would ask me that question, I was like, I don't know like I never understood why someone would have a favorite color yeah but um Do
0: you ever give the old Monty Python blue no purple
2: (laughs) (laughs) but I when I was in art school I noticed I was because I did a lot of like kind of tonal stuff or black and white stuff or neutral colors and then I would always do red as an accent and then it dawned on me I was like I love the color red (laughs) So there you go. That's how I got my favorite color.
0: Right on. I love that she took the the the, the shit question and made a really good answer out of it. Yeah, so that, I mean, that's really good.
1: You know, we're pretty good about turning shit into something decent, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a good way to put it. So when you guys opened, um, of course, you know, it was, I guess you guys opened around... Uh, what was it July? It was July
1: twenty sixth.
0: So they were starting to open businesses. At a, did you guys have a limited capacity? Yes. Did you ever meet? Did you ever have oh, to yeah. tell people to wait outside? Which and- was
1: kind of. It's like you know, a, it was kind of cool though because we were like the one store down here that had a line to get in. Yeah, yeah. So it it did kind of make me feel proud. Yeah. I mean, yes, we did have to count everybody coming in and everything, but it it was it was kind of nice to see yeah. that people were willing to wait yeah to to come in so yeah we were at max especially when it was just 25 percent yeah
0: you guys ever get those customers that just you know didn't want to go by the rules or we live in in texas (laughs) you live in mckinney Texas. we live in mckinney (laughs) i mean just living in texas
1: you're going to get people that want to argue with you um
0: i tell people texas is like the wild west Uh,
1: yeah yeah i mean everybody thinks their opinion is it
0: and so, I do love Texas, but it's not saying anything bad about it, but,
1: you know. Yeah. We live here. <laughs> so that's how Bailey and I view it, is we live here, and we make the best <laughs> of what we have. Yeah. Um, we talk about it quite often. <laughs> we plan to leave eventually, but we're doing, we're trying to make our mark where we are. Yeah. You know, do something different here.
2: Yeah, we both, we both talk about all the time how we feel like we don't belong here, how we're just kind of— just here by chance Mm -hmm. but it's that making the best of where you are
1: because if we were were the kinds of places we probably want to live then we would just be like everybody else we wouldn't stand yeah we we wouldn't wouldn't stand out out. so you know by being the way we are here it it does it's to our advantage right so you know it's good
0: so with the store with the label do you guys have a um someone that you kind of want to model yourself after like I don't want to say like a mentor but you know like someone I mean, in I the have business a, that i think. have
1: no not necessarily i mean i have people that i admire in businesses and, and such but i don't have anybody that i i just want to be my own person mm-hmm. uh, if anything i want somebody want to want to model themselves after me someday so that sounds really egotistical, <laughs> but I mean, I i strive to be good enough to yeah. that somebody else would want to be like that someday. Um, but there are a lot of business people that I admire, um, and then you know, people in the industry. Yeah. But and there are some smaller labels that we both admire and you know look up to. But no, I I still like to be my own thing. Right on. Yeah. Same with you. Um, <laughs> as far as
2: business um yeah i you know i'm just kind of like in it with katie um for my own personal music that's like a Mm -hmm. whole another different story i have a ton of influences and people that i look up to for that like patty smith and pj harvey are kind of like my top icons that have inspired me As a female in the music industry. Yeah. Yeah. That's
1: awesome. But yeah, I'm proud of any woman, you know, trying to to start a label or do anything in the in the industry. It's just, you know, we need it, we need more of that. So
0: and as women in the industry, have you met any resistance?
1: Yeah, but not as much as you would think. I mean, when we first opened, people tried to pin us as these crazy feminists, which we're not. We love men. And you know, that, nothing we, against that <laughs> we've even had to say like where
2: we love what men have done in the music yeah, industry like absolutely. We're, we're you know because the press loves
1: in. to like twist your words or well, yeah. yeah. well, just yeah. twist what, yeah. what you are what you represent you know just because you're a woman doesn't mean that you can't be proud of your accomplishments it doesn't mean that you're a feminist either so and not that there's anything wrong with being a feminist but it's not that we don't like men right. we're just proud to represent something that's not represented as much um you know, we had a couple people come at us with some cool phrasings and stuff. But other than that, it's. forgot about that. <laughs> they called it our vagenda, our female <laughs> vagenda, which is really clever, that guy. It yeah, write that down. <laughs> uh, I put that guy on blast on social media. Yeah. That's the other thing. If you come at me, I'm going to come back at you. So. I'm great, man. Yeah. You should. <laughs> I,
0: I respect anybody that doesn't hold their tongue. Oh, no. You know?
1: <laughs> yeah, but at least. Used to it, I (laughs) guess. It's a double-edged sword, I suppose, but you have to be you have to be pretty strong. Yeah. To do this.
0: My podcast is called Is Breakfast Included? And if breakfast was included, what would you have?
1: That's a great question. (laughs) What would I have for breakfast? If it was included. Um I'm a fan of oatmeal and and avocado toast. I love a good omelet, like a gourmet omelet. Bailey and I both have highly restrictive diets, (laughs) so you're talking to like uh, we don't eat. Well, I don't eat meat. We don't eat gluten. We don't eat dairy. So what? I guess yeah. What's for breakfast? Not a lot. (laughs) It's pretty limited. If I if I
2: could have like any option. No restrictions. I mean, a good fluffy waffle is always... I haven't had a waffle in like two years.
0: <laughs> and you're still going to stick with oatmeal? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I,
1: I enjoy oatmeal. I, I really like avocado. So some some like fancy avocado toast. Okay. I would like that. On gluten-free bread. I know. It's boring.
0: No, it's not. Fruit. I haven't got that one yet.
1: Fruit.
2: Fruit, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. A, what do most Usually people when say? I go out to breakfast, I always order an omelet anywhere I go. Yeah,
0: that question it gets so many answers. Um, some people say, "Well, if I'm here, this is what I'm going to have." If I'm here, I'm going to have this. Some people just say something they've never had because that's what they want. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've gotten avocado toast once, twice now. Twice. Um. Yeah. It. You know, I just interviewed a guy on Monday, and he said, "Uh, I'm going to have eggs Benedict with salmon." Yeah, and then he was like I've never had that I don't know why I said that <laughs> sounds, sounds good like, to him but it sounded almost like he was a like he was picturing it in yeah. his head like oh, he's probably sitting on a balcony
1: <laughs> somewhere eating his right.
0: salmon so you know, that, that, yeah but yeah that's, that's the question where Where's can it? guys find you on social media
1: um
0: not guys where can everyone find you not oh just... I
1: see what you did there, <laughs> <laughs> you
0: did there. Yeah. where can they find you on social media <laughs> Um, I'm leaving all this in by the way. I I'm having fun.
1: <laughs> oh, it's fine.
2: Yeah. Uh our record store, it's at Red Zeppelin Red Zeppelin Records. Um Ooh. my personal one is at Bailey Cheek. I spell my name weird, so it's B-A-Y-L-E-I-G-H and then Cheek.
1: And yeah. yeah. Same on same on Facebook if anybody yeah, still uses
2: Facebook. Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. Mm-hmm. All yeah. that is,
1: yeah, just Red Zeppelin yeah, any, Records.
2: Any platform, it'll be at Red Zeppelin Records.
0: Okay.
1: And uh, you know, we we accept music submissions. We still get them weekly from aspiring artists. So uh, the label is always
0: And You're not one certain type of music. Like anyone can submit.
1: Correct. Yeah, anybody can submit. I mean, we're we're indie, so we're, that that is such a vague phrase now. <laughs> um. Uh. So. You know, we're anywhere from pop to rock to, I mean, I'm down with some metal. Right if on. there's any good metal around here, I'm down. Please. Yes. Let's, please come at some us. It's punk. Because there is punk a rebirth can, of punk yeah. uh, coming around now, too. I would love. And Bailey and I are both, uh, you wouldn't know it by looking at us, but we're both obsessed with punk music.
0: So. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so are there any plans maybe later this summer to have a Red Zeppelin music festival?
1: We were just talking about <laughs> that. Uh I swear well, I didn't hear you. Guys yeah, know. Yeah, I swear that you said that. We were just talking about that a minute ago. Um yeah, there's always plans. I would love to do a very female based um not not Lilith fair, but you know how that was like a thing. Yeah. Uh but more, you know, not just sad music. <laughs> not just sad, sad girl music not just sad girl music Maybe like, the Vigenda fest. yeah uh, the vagina <laughs> fest fuck that guy <laughs> if you're listening fuck you but um yeah it it would be like just women all, all over the place like yeah you know from r&b to rock to whatever yeah. so
0: yeah all right on
1: keep an eye out for that
0: cool well um like i told you it was gonna be quick and painless yeah thank you guys for sitting down with me and I uh, wish you all the luck. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks
1: for having us. Uh huh. All
0: well, right on. Katie Scott and Bailey Cheek of Red Zeppelin Records. You can find them online at redzeppelinrecords.com on all social media under Red Zeppelin Records. They also have a podcast on YouTube called Under the Influence. We didn't really talk about that, but that was my bad. But you should check it out. It's a lot of fun. All right. I'm done here. You guys have a great day and we'll talk to you next week.